This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council On Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC On Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Good evening, Kiora, Apakabar, Aslamalekum, Vanakum, Nihama, and Bula. Bula Vanaka. How are you all doing today? Welcome to DMEC on air. And again, after a long time, you are with Lux today. I am hosting the show after a while. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. And today is a live show. So, live show, which means you know what to do. Dial 4717171. So that's the number to get into the studio and talk to our guests, talk to me, and talk about diversity, talk about celebrating cultures. So there you are. Welcome to DMEC On Air. Very special show today. Why is it special? Today we are going to talk about youth. We're going to introduce someone very, very special. (laughs) Very, very special. Absolutely. Very, very special. Um, A a very uh, new to our DMEC, uh, Rangatahi, uh, who has come on board uh, with a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, and going to run our youth program. Yes, the youth program. (laughs) Yes. So without further ado, Ranisha Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, Renisha? I'm good. Let me just greet the audience real quick. Go um, for it. Ram Ram, Nisambala Manaka, Kia ora. Um, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Lux and DMC, for inviting me on board today. Um, it's a lovely day, actually. It wasn't too long for us to wait for you outside, but that's okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> you should know, Lux is always late. <laughs> He's always running. <laughs> Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, how are you? I am. I am great today. Mm-hmm. Um, had a had a good day today in my class, mm-hmm. um, and then I got out, did a little mm-hmm. bit of writing for an assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I was waiting for to drop by and just come in and have a chat today. Oh, thank you so much for coming in. You know, yesterday I was thinking. God, it's my show today. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, yes, I will introduce our youth leader, oh. youth coordinator. Yay. And then, uh, you know, thankfully you said yes. Yeah. Otherwise, the listeners would have had to put up with me for the whole show. Oh, I, you actually got me in a good week just because, yeah. like, it's the starting of the semester. So it's yeah. quite chill. Yeah. When it hits week three, four, five, yeah. it's when you do, like, given most of the assignments, so it okay. gets really packed on. Okay, so to, to, this is week one right uh this is week two week two semester yeah. two week two yes semester two week two okay yeah. great so yeah. you're really into your stride of things you're getting into assignments uh, exciting busy university is going amazing um, I think once you, you know, once you finish first year, you kind of yeah. get the hang of it, of yeah. how to be around. Yeah. So what happens, like, now I'm like, okay, I have another lecture. Yeah. I'll just go do my yeah. pre-readings, yeah. you know. Readings, as yeah. the year increases, I think your reading increases as well. So yeah. I have 10 readings for, like, a 15-minute lecture. So you can you can, you can can think about it, That's I guess. Right. So do you always do your pre-reading? I like to know what I'm going to be encountering in the lecture. So right. I like to do my readings. Right. But sometimes... Those 
those are 27 pages like one of each of the readings are that long so uh -huh. what i do is just jump to the conclusion right. you know get a little bit overview so i know mm -hmm. what i'm jumping into in class mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily complete all the reading um and at times you know it happens when i can't finish the reading so i mm. just take it as a extra and then do it after my do class. It after your class yeah okay so what are the how many papers you're doing this semester this semester it's quite chill i'm actually doing three papers, three papers? Um, what are they uh, 200 Two. level papers so mm -hmm. one is gender studies so i'm studying feminist theories at the mm -hmm. moment mm -hmm. um and then politic new zealand political party and elections um wow powerful. yeah <laughs> yeah both powerful papers yeah okay and the last we could do we could do a show on each of them oh i know right mm. there's so much to talk mm, about i think absolutely. i was i briefly mentioned to you like yeah. you know my frustration with yeah, the class yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. um no, no, that's what was the other paper that i was doing i've actually forgot gender studies feminist uh, oh, Passy. So, um, yeah, Passy is Passy two one zero. It's like Pacific Island studies. We are looking at the education system in the Pacific Islands. Oh, I see. Um, and I think we're going to talk about this later. But mm -hmm. I'm someone who, you know, I've done my primary education in the island, so I've studied mm -hmm. in Fiji. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a huge contrast when mm -hmm. you come to New Zealand yes. and go to high school. Yes. You know, you start from. You know, speaking bilingual there and then just depending on English here right. and English being a second language, there's a lot of language barriers. So mm -hmm. we're kind of looking into that um, mm -hmm. in the passive, uh, passive paper. Mm, yeah. Pacific Island studies. Oh yeah. my goodness! So, so they all sort of centered around your 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 roots, you know, yes. your foundation, you know. Yes. So you're you're a very uh, focused on you know um, woman leadership yeah. and, and woman empowerment. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that later as well. And you know, you're from Pacific Island, so you you are interested in you know your homeland. Yep. Um, and politics. Yep. You want to be a politician. I don't know about that. <laughs> Not sure about the controversy that comes yeah, with it. Right. Um, we'll, we'll but in order to make change, I think you're more powerful not necessarily when in you, you mm -hmm. are in the parliament, but when you're on that policy level mm -hmm. um, where you actually contribute to the laws and regulations that come out in New Zealand. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. I'm, I'm actually interviewing Minister uh, Michael Wood. Oh, great. Mm, Minister of Transport this Thursday yeah. live on Facebook, and I'm really looking forward to that. You know, I'm probably going to join in for a little bit and see what you guys have yeah, a chat about. I'm just going to have a, have a chat about because I, you know, he's one of those I really sort of admire his approach mm. in, in politics, the way he yeah. he does things. So yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, excellent. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, right. let's do that. Who is Ranisha <laughs> Chand? Yeah. Ranisha Chand. Who is Ranisha Chand? Start from the beginning. Where were you born? I was born in the beautiful islands of Fiji. Mm -hmm. um, City? You know, uh, mm -hmm. Suva. So yeah. I come from capital. the capital. Mm -hmm. um, but my dad comes from the Western Division. And, you know, whenever holidays hit, we go to the Western Division. Mm. Um, and that's where the farming happens. So my dad okay. was a farmer. Good. Um, and then my mom is the city girl, so my dad kind of came to Suva, uh -huh. you know, for opportunities, met mom there. Typical. <laughs> okay, cool. And then dad came. I think that's the... My dad's like that, actually. Uh -huh. He looks for opportunities to become a better, you know, and better well-being. So, uh -huh. yeah, he went to Suva. Uh -huh. I did my education in Suva as okay. well. So I went to Tadirwa um, Bharti Apatshala. Uh -huh. um, then it was named um, Tamavor Primary School. So okay. this is like in the heart of the um, capital. Capital? Okay. Yeah. So where, where is, your, is your dad from? Dad city? Let me um, look it up. Raki Raki. Ra. So R-A-K-I and then times two. 
Okay, Raki Raki Fiji. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, good. That's where the sugar mills, like most of the, not the sugar mill, but the plantations are of uh, sugar. I see. Oh, it's right up at the top. Yep, yep. Whoa. Lots of mountains, from beautiful one, one seas. Part of the few, from, from bottom? Yeah. So he came from right up on the top to the bottom. Yep. It's about three hours drive. Yes. Okay, yes. Raki Raki. So With he's one-way wooden bridges. <laughs> I see. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, look at that, you know. Oh, Fiji. You know, it's, it just yeah, it's just like a nice breath to your soul when you talk about Fiji. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I'm sure you would have had a really wonderful time, and you're missing Fiji. I do. Mm. Last time I went there was 2015, actually. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's been like four, five years. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So you were you were born to a um, a village boy from Raki Raki, yeah. and a city girl from Suwa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> great. And um, and so you got any siblings? Yes, I've got two younger siblings. They are, um, they're my little children. Mm. <laughs> I like, like how to say it. What are the age gaps? Um, so my sister is a year younger than me, mm-hmm. so she is nineteen, um, mm-hmm. and then my brother is thirteen. Mm. So mm. yeah, we have that eight-year gap. So mm. that's why you know, he's always been my little baby, little baby, baby yeah. brother. Yeah. Oh, that's that's always lovely yeah. to be looked after by a by an older sister. Yeah, you know? yeah. He does he does always tell me that I'm like the protective one. Yeah, yeah. So when mom and dad are about to, you know, yeah, give him a yeah. growling, he yeah. would run to me and give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little brothers, eh? Yeah. Cool. All right. So then you went to, to school in Suwa, primary school, high school. Um, and then what happened? Did you finish high school? No. So mm-hmm. I finished primary school mm-hmm. um, in in, in Tamavua and mm-hmm. then I dad came to um, New Zealand a year mm-hmm. before I finished mm-hmm. so he was here for um, a whole year alone and then mm-hmm. after that you know he got his um, visa so- sorted out so we came the following year after so I actually went to um, South Auckland like last four weeks mm-hmm. of the term to um, Papatua to Intermediate oh cool yeah yeah so I studied oh. there for the last four weeks I don't last know what four. I was doing <laughs> <laughs> was it a culture shock um, it was, it was, yes mm, um, did you study in English medium no I didn't it mm. was actually like I said to the Wabhati Shala, so it was like a very um the orientated, Hindi orientated. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah so so you came here first time you know high school english medium NCEA. yeah and and how did you manage oh it was a disaster the first oh, two years really? um yeah. i was so shy yeah. i would never like answer any question to the teacher not to disrespect them oh. it's just because i was so scared of my english you know i would always try to avoid like confrontation with the mm. teachers mm-hmm. and towards the year 10 i got bullied um mm. in high school because of that because my New accent Zealand. yeah Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. because my accent apparently was quite funny for a lot of people. I see. Um, yeah, and it kind of went on for eight months, uh-huh. and you know, I was quite, I was quite down. Oh, I see. And then I think that's when the advocate me came out yeah. um, from yeah. year eleven. I think we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So you came, you came and joined year ten, um, end of year ten. Yep. End of year ten. So ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So that's second year of high school. Uh, so I started high school here. Yeah. Oh, you started high school yeah. here. So okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah. 
So intermediate year is seven, eight. You yep. started nine, end of nine you came. Yeah. And then you just went right through. Yep. Okay. Great, yep. great. Oh, look at you now. All confident. You uh, know, youth, you know, helping it's been people. a long That's time. That's great. Great example. You're a role model to a lot of lot of kids out here. Because I meet a lot of um, former refugee students, yeah. you know, they come here, they struggle a little bit, you know, they're from a different country, you know, just mm. like, uh, you know, it's bad enough for an adult yeah. without knowing language, come to a new new country yeah. and then trying to settle down, trying to learn the language, mm. you know, and I can only imagine how the the youth, you know, the kids are going through, yeah. right? New language, new culture, mm. and, you know, coming back from a war-torn country with a lot of hurt, you mm. know? So mm. I do think you see it in terms of, like, a child, like, especially a young person refusing, like, to take curry food to school. Mm. You know, you would see that, oh, and you yeah. would also see them trying to miss classes at times when it's mm. something like English class. Mm. I've done that, so I know that, mm. <laughs> that I would do mm. something like that. I mean, um, it's part of the reality, you not, yeah. um, I can totally relate to you because yeah. I I did the same, but a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I went from Sri Lanka, yeah. you know, due to war, yeah. escaped, and then went to went to Middle East yeah. without knowing any English. You know, same yeah. story. Got bullied, mm-hmm. um, and then you know a lot of play, people played pranks on on words that. You know, sounded good, but it's not really good words. Yeah. So I used to get into trouble with teachers. You know, oh, so no. this this kind of story. Yeah. So um, good on you for coming through the journey and 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 being here now with the MEC Youth Council. You know, very important for me. It's a very passionate area yes. because to. Yeah. You know, you can have lots of projects in DMEC, mm. right? We can have lots of different events, lots of different multicultural projects, but. To me, the youth uh, program mm-hmm. is like the foundation of a building. Yes, you know, you, that is you, very you're true. building the future. Mm. You're you're making the future stronger. Mm. So we need leaders like yourself to to come in and you know um, look after the mm. other youth to become leaders. Yeah, you know yep. what I mean. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the rest of your journey. Please continue. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I think, um, you know, and then I met, came across Shakti Youth at the end of year 10. And that's when I started my kind of like advocacy journey. Okay. Because um, it was... How did, you be, how did you come to know them? It was just a you know, random interaction or, or they came to your school or... Oh, actually, so they had the um, they had a support group established because of, you know, um, they handle domestic violence cases mm-hmm. across um, Auckland and now like across New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time they were establishing um, like steering groups in different schools so they can support clients there, like mm-hmm. the clients have somewhere to go to. Mm-hmm. So I was just chatting with one of my mates who apparently was in the organization and mm-hmm. that time you know i used to just be alone mm-hmm. because i was just done with having friends who are going to bully me mm-hmm. i mean yeah i was free i was alone i was roaming around and then i just came across this person and she was like why don't you join because you know they have their meetings every now and then mm-hmm. all you'll do is find a place to mm-hmm. you know stay during warm mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. your break times mm-hmm. and i went into their meetings a couple of times i didn't want to interrupt um but then sometimes you know i had ideas in my head that i really mm-hmm. wanted to say mm-hmm. and i started saying so it wasn't like a official joining the club never mm. it was more of like going sitting there hearing what they say and, and then, then contributing some, to yeah. the discussions yeah mm. so it's been like let's say 2000 end of 2015 so mm. like six 
six years since I've been with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a couple of times I contributed, you know, I became their leader the next year. And then since then I became their youth ambassador, so doing media mm-hmm. interviews. Mm-hmm. Sort of How like, many were there in the youth group? Um, youth so group. when I started, I mm-hmm. think we had about seven to ten people but then mm. because of you know actively because i wanted to do something to keep my mind off the bullying um i ended up increasing it to 60 65 members Ooh. yeah yeah wow. so within a year and a half just because mm. i think um the way i spoke and the passion that i did it with yeah, yeah. especially talking about my experience with the bullying right. i think that sort of like made a lot made a lot of people feel guilty about the fact that this happens Mm -hmm. and then when it happens with their friends by someone else they don't say anything Mm -hmm. and you know i did see a shift in my school culture my high school where students from just mocking and laughing about like someone else's um color skin color or um accent to like actually standing up and saying hey that's not cool we -hmm. just talk about this in the assembly and the person who was speaking at the assembly was me or my peers, you know, who were in that Vixie group. Mm. So that's where I kind of like started Vixie. dating. Yeah. Vixie is a new term for me. What is? Vixie. Oh. What's a Vixie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Vixie? <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah. I heard something, I think. <laughs> I thought it was one of the new youth hip word that I want to learn, you know. I am so bad with those, you know. <laughs> my young, my friends, I sometimes hang out with them. I wouldn't know words like that they're okay. saying. I'd be like, can't you just say the normal word? Normal like, word. Like okay. the normal Good. word. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes life hard. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think the advocacy journey started. Started there. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh, Shakti Youth, yeah. um, why do why do you need a Shakti Youth group? What mm. kind of issues are they um, solving, addressing? Mm. Mm. And what kind of nationalities are there? Were there mm. in the sixty-five member youth group that you ended mm. up with? Um, so I come from a school in the South Auckland and the European population in the South Auckland is probably about 20% um, mm. and it's normally 74% on average around the country. So the European population um, generally is quite low there. Um, so our um, 65 members were very, very diverse and I'm talking about Asian, Middle Eastern, African, um, Pacific Islanders, um, so all these different ethnicities, um, European continental countries as well. So it was quite diverse. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Diverse, okay. Yeah. And and what what kind of issues mm. do you guys address? Um, so I led too much mm-hmm. um, rapidly, like the year mm-hmm. following after, repeatedly. Sorry. Um, so the first year it was against um, anti discrimination and anti bullying. So very like very special to my heart um, mm-hmm. because you know I had been experiencing that and mm-hmm. that day the day of the march I lost my voice oh. because the the way I was screaming yeah, you know it was yeah. so close yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then after that you know whenever I talk about this yeah, bullying it yeah. never gets to me anymore I, I laugh see. it off you just, you just sort of yeah brought everything out of yeah, your system yeah I did and it. I think it made quite an impact on like fellow students because most of them related to it but mm. never got the opportunity to talk mm. about it. And that was their day. So the year following, um, because I had the bullying out of my way, kind of, um, still a lot of to, a lot of work to be done, um, we looked at the stats that the um, Shakti organization gave us and two of the issues that are still ongoing and very I like to say very severe are forced marriage and mm. um, rape culture mm. so you know 
we put a lot of emphasis on the prevention of rape, mm. but once something happens, we mm. have this tendency to try to hide. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also have this tendency that we don't know where to direct help, like, you know, and a lot of the time when I get direct approaches mm. from potential clients, mm-hmm. what they mention to me is like, I feel vulnerable enough and I don't want to trust someone on a phone call on the other side who probably doesn't know or like whom I cannot relate. So that's mm. the notation around. Mm-hmm. So that's why we did rape culture and forced marriage. So I march against it. Mm. Um, that year, what are the stats? That's the stats. I don't. I don't necessarily remember. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's sort of prominent enough. Yeah, prominent, prominent enough, enough to to address it. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And is it is it in a particular culture or is it in you know um, is it in European culture as well or, mm. or or not? So we, I personally do not know if European culture to this point, but mm. with um, Shakti and Shakti Youth, what we have seen, mm. um, and because our main focus ethnic groups are Middle Eastern, African, and Asian, mm. so we have seen a lot of cases from Middle Eastern Asian cultures um, coming through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes African, but Middle Eastern and um, Asian cultures no, are see, our biggest. I yeah. see. Oh my God. Okay, that's uh, that's very uh, disturbing. Yeah, it's um, quite sensitive. Too, especially in New Zealand. Yeah. So I mean, good on you for for addressing that. Mm. Um, and so. Okay, so listen, dear listeners, we are talking to Ranisha Chan, um, our new youth coordinator. Uh, she's from Fiji, and you know, talking about very, very important youth topics. Uh, number to call four seven one seven one seven one. We got five minutes to go. Oh, really? Yes. So that's how the time has gone. Wow. You know, so we should we should have multiple shows talking about these issues. You know, yes. every issues. You know, we need to talk about your political paper. <laughs> we need to talk about your. You're uh, stuck on the political paper. Now. Political paper, and then we we uh, we have to talk about the the, the feminist. Um, theory. Paper, yeah. Feminist theory paper. Yeah. We have to talk about your Pacific. Yeah. Island languages yeah. barriers. Okay, yeah. good. Um, I've got three shows already lined up. <laughs> Amazing. Hopefully uh, the listeners don't get bored of me coming all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we will get them used to you. Um, okay, so, okay, I'm going to now change tack a little bit. Yeah. Right? Because we need to um, address DMEC Youth Council. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, now you have blank blank yep. page. Yes, right? pretty much. Pretty yep. much you have a blank page. Yeah. You are the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council's Youth Coordinator. Yep. Right? What are your aspirations? What are your visions for the Youth Council? I think I have a lot, to be honest. Good. You know? Start from uh, number 26. No. <laughs> 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 um, let's say, we'll start from number one, actually. Okay. Um, you know, I do want to host like a youth conference where we encourage our um, people, especially from, you know, people of color to come and have a chat and a yarn about, you know, I think mm. I was telling you just a while ago that mm-hmm. in my politics class, I'm only the brown person. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really 
um, annoying and frustrating to some point mm-hmm. is because sometimes the issues that I talk about, mm-hmm. not a lot of people relate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a youth forum where we invite political parties, because, you know, we're part of the population, we contribute to the economy, mm-hmm. we need to be aware of what is happening. And I think sometimes the political stances um, some of our young people have is kind of like on a swing mm-hmm. and it's on the fence as well. So I would mm-hmm. really like to organize um, a conference where we invite different political parties organize mm-hmm. workshops you know where we have just a good yarn about what we think is the political stand that we have mm-hmm. and then hear what our um, fellow brown people or mm-hmm. brown mates say mm-hmm. i think it can be really really educational mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that i have in my mind mm-hmm. um but i do think it's going to take a lot of planning you know probably a little bit of money as well to mm-hmm. fly the politicians yes i'm just writing down <laughs> dollars <laughs> Dollars, dollars, dollars. <laughs> but we can send fundings, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we can give a shout out to people. Yeah. Guys, if you're listening, you want to sponsor Youth Council, you want to sponsor DMEC yeah. for this very, very important vision, yep. please get in touch with us. Yep. You know? uh, drop me an email, president at dmec.org.nz. Right? Yes. I will put you in touch with Renisha and then you can be part of us. If you're a business, we'll put your logo, we'll exp- you know, uh, publicize advertise, you, yeah. advertise you. Promote so you. Promote you, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So there you go, get in touch with us. Um, okay, Go. we've still got one more time. Do you got any any more visions, any more things that you want to mm. sort of bring out? I think on the executive, you know, mm. right now I think I would be the youngest if I'm not wrong. Absolutely, we have a... We have a you know, wide spectrum. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. you're the youngest on this spectrum with uh, the with, uh, 19, 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. And then we've got 70, I yeah. think 65, 70. Yeah. So it's a huge range. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely enjoy like having more people in my steering group. That's another mm. thing, you know, establishing a youth steering group for DMEC. Mm. What we do is, you know, just have a couple of people who we can like, you know, hold accountable or responsible for promotions for our youth events and, you know, um, organizing. Because as much as I would I would like to coordinate and, you know, lead these events, mm. I think it's kind of unrealistic to run a lot of things mm-hmm. on my own. So mm-hmm. having, you know, a support group. Mm-hmm. And I encourage people, you know, if you are out there mm-hmm. and you love what we do, Come support and join. us. Come and join. Yeah. So drop, us a, drop us an email. Come and join us. Yes. Again, president at dmec.org.nz. I will put you on to anybody that that you're interested not only youth any part of DMEC if you're Gen Z then you know we've got the um, Facebook page and the Instagram page as well absolutely we are looking for a social media coordinator you know (laughs) because I'm really bad at it you know everybody tells me that uh, that post is really bad (laughs) (laughs) the logo (laughs) the logo is bad Uh, so there you go guys 26 minutes done okay we probably got 20 seconds Renisha Go. Just shout out to anybody. You know, Google, 20 seconds. Thank you, Moana, for sitting and taking photos in here. She's been quiet the whole time. Thank you, Lex, for inviting me. DMEC, you know, we love the work that we do. Um, hopefully, we have more projects coming up. People, if you are out there, you were looking mm-hmm. for volunteer, come join us. We would love to have you. Yay for DMEC Youth Council. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. You know, 26 minutes went fast and the computer is going to cut us off anytime so stay safe stay well uh, if you're sick stay at home and look after yourself Kakite. <laughs> good night this podcast was produced by or fm dunedin with support from new zealand on the air